Hello, welcome to our new podcast, Just Fucking Talk About It. Society tells us that it is not polite to talk about certain subjects. We say, fuck that, just fucking talk about it. We're here to make you feel uncomfortable. We're going to have an honest discussion and conversation about subjects that may seem distasteful or taboo, but we think we need to stop being so squeamish and find the common ground and humor in life. We may say some things that are squeamy, controversial, and or disturbing to some viewers. However, we never want to body shame, kink shame, or otherwise embarrass anyone. Now settle in and let us gross you out. If you have any comments or ideas, please contact us at justeffingtalkaboutit@gmail.com at gmail.com. And enjoy the show. Hey, it's time to just fucking talk about it. And today we've got a little bit of a downer, but I think it still needs to be talked about. Because this shit's on my head right now, and I need to get it off, so y'all gonna listen. So um, we're today we're talking about death. About death with a time clock. Yeah, so basically the big question is, if you had somebody tell you that they could give you a specific timeline and an end date for yourself. Would you want to know? Would you want to know that you had five years left, ten years left? Six months? Like, I mean, would you want to know? Or would you just want to live your life? Or would you want to know so you could do all the things that you wanted to do when you didn't know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, if I had a clock... Yeah. I would want to know what it was, so I'd know if I could, like, spend exponentially and do things that I wanted to do and say, fuck it. Like, yeah. I mean, for those of you who don't know, we're in the middle of, like, purchasing our first home, which is the home that we're in right now. Um, And that is driving me... A little bit batshit. Uh, a lot batshit. Yeah, thank you. It's the source of most of my anxiety right now. But I also found out that somebody very dear to me has been given a diagnosis of somewhere between five and ten years. Which, I mean, to be honest, having that is substantially large compared to what most people get. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of like... Good, it's bad a, news. Yeah, it's good, bad news. It's one of those things, like, it's out there, but we don't know exactly when it's coming. And it's kind of... Like, what What? What should we do? Like, Right, I do mean, we act like nothing's happening and just live our lives and give this person just a normal life? Or do we spend the time making things extraordinary, or is that just heightening the awareness that there's something wrong? Yeah, I mean, do I load this person's birthday cake with pot? <laughs> We're not dosing that. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's fine. I Without get it. their knowledge, if they were to <clears throat> say, yes, please dose my birthday cake with pot, and that was what they I wanted. I would make pot butter and be like, here you go. Listen, only eat a very small piece at a time. Exactly. And if you eat more than that and you go into a coma for a couple of days, that's on you. <laughs> you know? I mean, but that's the thing. Like, for me, if I had that kind of a date, I would make... So I don't have a bucket list. But right. I think maybe we should because we're getting older. 
Well, right? I bought you a book for Christmas that was all the things that we want to accomplish as a couple. Right. So I have that. And I, you also got me this amazing, like, tarot card read deck that I have, a book that I haven't fucked with yet. But. That's fine. But my point is, like, do you live your life like there is no tomorrow? Or do you live your life like it's out there somewhere and you don't know, so you're just going to make the most of what you have today. Right. And do you at the same time want to live your life the most that you can, but also set up something for your kids? We don't have kids, so we don't get it. Yeah. I mean, do you, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Yeah. I'm like... Is it selfish or is it like, you know, to live for yourself because you know you're not going to be there... Or do you spend the time setting it up for somebody else who's going to be there when you leave? Yeah, I mean, like, as a musician, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm going to have a good time, but who do I leave all my shit to? Right. So it's complicated, you know? It is complicated. And, you know, I've been in this weird headspace for a couple of days since I found out this news. And it's kind of compounded by the fact that we've basically been snowed in and... Yeah, I mean, we're at the worst time of the year. So, I mean, we live in the Midwest, and everything right now in the Midwest is just a goddamn giant shit show. Like, I mean, today I picked her up from work, and it took us two hours to go home. Two fucking hours. Because it won't stop snowing. And it's beautiful. And I have taken time over the last couple of weeks, when it's been like this, to actually just stand outside and be mindful of the beauty of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm from somewhere we don't have seasons. So to come into an era where you get legitimate seasons, however, winter is like 15 months out of the year. But (laughs) (laughs) It does tend to feel like it drags on forever. It does. But at the same time, I get to see the changing of the leaves. I get to see, like, new life take shape. And, I mean, this is the first time... In my life that I've seen it and appreciated it. It's not the first time I've seen it. Right. It's the first time I've seen it and appreciated it. And, you know, I love what I have. And, you know, I'm thankful. Like, I mean, we do stuff now. It's cold. It's dark. It's dreary. But we do things in the house to make things better. Right. So we've taken the time to spend that energy inside. And, you know, we're painting rooms in the house. And... We are setting up his musician area, and I am getting ready for spring by planting things and so forth, but... At the same time, it's like, where do you draw the line? Like, I mean, for me, like... So with my mom, who passed, like, a year ago, uh, we never really had a set timeline. Yes. We just knew that she was not well. Right. Right. So it was that like constant like ticking of the clock where you never know. Right. But if you've got a timeline, you can reach out and make those additional efforts, right? So <clears throat> but I mean, yours like that's the thing is like my favorite family individual yes passed away in what I would say was agony. Right. I mean, yours, unfortunately, might towards the end, but you're aware. Yeah, I mean, 
let's talk about inoperable cancer for a second, because I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name situations, but I'm going to say that it's out there and they tell you you've got inoperable cancer. Yeah. But this cancer isn't going to kill you tomorrow. Yeah. Do you live like you don't have the cancer or do you live like you're worried that it could grab you at any moment? I think that that's just giving into the fear and if you no, you fucking just say, you know what? I'm gonna. This is gonna happen, and I'm just gonna fucking have a good goddamn time. I mean, that's what I would do. No, and I agree with you. And I think that the person involved is making choices that, um, you know, unfortunately, also we're in a situation where we're in a national pandemic, a global pandemic. Like, I mean, you couldn't do all the things that you would technically normally want to do because you technically can't. But, I mean, like, right now, I'm like, I'm like, I know that my, I don't know what my, like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know where my timeline is right now. Right. I don't fucking know. I know. People fuck it out. Our cats don't fucking know. I mean, we could, you know, say that, you know, you've got this timeline from cancer and that the doctors give you five years, but... COVID could sneak up on you in two weeks. You don't know. You don't know that you don't walk into the street tomorrow and get run over by a bus. Like, so... I mean, so it's it's okay to have a full-blown timeline, which I think, for me, that would give me a space to do things that I would like to do. I'd be like, okay... So this is on my bucket list, and I've got this period of time. How am I going to make this happen? But at the same time, shit's fucked up. Yeah, so it's not like, okay, on my bucket list is skydiving. It's not. I fucking hate that idea. No, but I want to go ziplining. Okay. I would never fucking skydive. Never. Like, I want to go hang gliding because I feel like that's safer. (laughs) My personal fear of heights precludes me for most of these activities. But that's me. I mean, I'm sure there's things on my bucket list that I'd love to do that I'm not even sure of right now. I'd have to sit down and think about it. But, I mean, what I really want to do is very domestic right now because that's the mindset I'm in. Yeah, like you want to get... I want a really fucking great garden... Yeah. I want to make sure that I can grow food that we can actually survive on. Yeah, I mean, me, I'm just uh, growing uh, substances that we can coast through survival with. And I've become so much more amenable to things on that order. Like, you know, I, peep, peep I think we could have an entire discussion about weed on another episode because that is something that people talk about and people don't talk about. But, you know, I came from a very teetotaling family. We didn't drink. We didn't smoke. We didn't do drugs. And I grew up in the don't do it era. Like just See, I grew era. up in the don't ask, don't tell era. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I knew, like, I mean, there was some point in my life where my dad was a dealer and it was awkward. <laughs> I mean, I grew up with my dad telling me, like, just don't do drugs. You can get through life without that. But at the same time, we had a party over the summer outside socially distanced that 
we had friends who were smoking weed at said party, but now that it's legal in our particular state... It's different. It's different. Like, people are just like, okay, that's cool. You're adults. You're of age. Go do what the fuck you want to do. And I appreciate that. And now that I am of age and I can make a decision on my own, I know when I'd like to partake and not partake. And I think that that is a much more... Adult approach. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you can do whatever it is that you want to do in life, right? But you have to know that there are consequences to whatever it is that you do. Right. But at the same time, <clears throat> where we're trying to come from is that, okay, well, you you know what's up. What are you going to do? Right. Are you going to try things that you've never tried before? Or are you I going... might. Okay. I mean, I might. I'd be like, yeah, let's do this. That might be weird, but... You know, hey, at least we said we tried it, right? Yeah. But it's... I guess when you're a lot older than we are, yeah, it's and this different. individual is. I mean, I know that for the most part, their goals are traveling. And there's all these exotic trips that they are set to take, and they were going to take some of them last year and this year, but they can't because of the pandemic. And they've got all these, like, plans for next year, and... What the fuck does next year hold? Right, who knows? Yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't think y'all fucking know. Nobody knows what's going to happen right now. This is the first time in our lives that we've been given... An unknown timeline. Exactly, like... At You're like, this, what, what? At this time last year, everybody was like, ah, you know, like, everything's fine. And then March hit, and everything wasn't fine. And our entire world screeched to a halt. And we didn't know what was going to happen from week to week. Yeah, so to get a... <clears throat> so honestly, to get a, an awkward diagnosis at this point in time, I think my priorities would be totally different. Exactly. Like for me, right now in the pandemic, I would be like, okay... I need to re-edit my book, write new stuff for my book, because I want people to know my life story. Right. Like, that's what I would do. <clears throat> you know, but if that's not your end point... Right. Like, how can you make your life more viable, but the particular person in the discussion, their life has, without their technical knowledge, has been very fruitful, because they've done many things for many people that... These people will never, ever come back and say, hey, thank you. But they really did make a huge impact. I agree. And if I could tell this person to sit down and put down their story on paper, I don't know that they would because that's just not how they work. They're not boastful. They're not braggadocious in that way. And but they should be. I agree. I mean, this person has been through... So many things. So many historical things and have touched so many lives, but they'll never take credit for that because that's not who they are. No, they're a very humbling individual. Like, I mean, even <clears throat> their history, they had siblings who made a huge difference in the world. They were part of, you know... The freedom Riders. Yeah, the Freedom Riders and the whole civil rights movement. <clears throat> I mean... But he, they were the baby. Yeah. And did amazing things, but maybe not on the same level as their siblings. 
But it wasn't at their peril. It was just because of the age difference, right? And on a more local scale. Yeah. I mean, but there's I mean, people that this... there, You know, this person has historically met Martin Luther King and Gwendolyn Brooks and amazing writers of the 20th century. Yeah, but I mean, even their cousin, who, like, challenged the Dewey Decimal System. Right. I mean... There's some there's some history in our past that really should be put on paper and left for future generations. Yeah, I think that maybe the best gift that you could give this individual is the 23andMe thing. I am thinking about that, <clears throat> and I'm also thinking that maybe I should sit them down and have them tell me the stories so I can do the writing for them. Yeah, get get the recordings, like, do the writing and be like, yeah, cool, thank you. Right. Because their life, their history is so important, and the things that they did in an impoverished community is so important to who we are and where we are. And so that's what I'm going to say about this is whether you know your timeline or not and whether it's you who's got a history or somebody that you love who's got a history, make sure that, you know, that's recorded and not just in a social <clears throat> media kind of way. Not like your Facebook is going to remind you on your timeline every year. No, make it make it like a legitimate book that tells the history of your family and your situation, because in the end. People want to know about these things. And if it if it's just you and yours in future generations that looks back on this and knows, you know, that's leaving a legacy. It's at least, you know, something that they can look back on and say, this is who we are. This is where we came from. Yeah. And I think that's huge for people. And especially as we get into younger generations now who think they know what history is. They, but they fucking have, don't. You know they they don't grasp the because they've been they've been dealt a very jaded version of the actual history, and they need to hear it from somebody who was there. And I think sitting them down and giving them, you know, an appreciation for their elders because right now we're all sitting around going, "Okay, boomer," but you know what? Some of these boomers have something <clears throat> that they've given well, to you. That you wouldn't be able to have without them. Yeah, I mean, like, my boomers, like, you know, my mother gave me a non-biased version of how to take care of your family. And from that, I appreciate it. But the other half is he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Right. <clears throat> and I think you've kind of got the same thing going on, but uh, in a, a weird flip-flop situation. You know, is like... You know what you know, and but that's what you were taught. Like, for me, like, <clears throat> I have a very regimented version of good and bad, and why I have that, that's cool. But I was also raised to be a gentleman. Yes, you were. And, but the person that raised me to be the gentleman is not the typical person that you would assume so. And that person passed away. True. You know, but the person that should have raised me to do that doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. So, I know we're being vague, 
Because we're not trying to call anybody out on this. No, because, I mean, in the end, we know what we know, but we don't want to call out those who... Because it's not, it's not their fault. It's a generational gap. Yes. And I guess what we're really trying to get at right now is if you love somebody and you know you don't have endless time with them, what? learn what they have to teach you. Even if it's sitting down with a grandmother and learning how to knit, whether it's sitting down with your father and learning how to change the air filter in your car. Yeah, I mean, it might be triggering and it might be shitty, but just do it. Because that person is passing on something to you that they've learned from who knows how many generations and just accept it and appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate the people you have in your life because you don't know how long you're going to have them. Yeah. And whether you're given a timeline with them of five years or six months or you don't have a timeline, appreciate them like you do. Because right now, nothing's taken for granted. No, especially now. So um, I hope that you appreciated our weird, awkward insight. But <clears throat> take it to heart. Um, love those who were close to you. Appreciate them. And... Learn from what they've given you, and if you can't learn from them and they're toxic, push it away and learn something else. Yeah, learn from somebody else you appreciate, because everybody's got something to give you. And if it's not the people that you call family by blood, somebody else is out there that you can appreciate and learn something from. Yep. So, thank you. Let's fucking talk about it. I hope you enjoyed our episode. Yeah, have a good night. Yeah.